Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It's home day, and it is like Christmas. The beginning. I mean, I say the beginning, and the part three contest at the Masters is like the beginning of the Masters. It was like Christmas morning when I woke up this morning. I hopped out of bed. I was like, the Masters. I'm excited. Welcome to Augusta National. Oh, Jim Nance. <laughs> Jim Nance. He retired on Monday night, but he's back. He's back on he, Thursday. He came back out of retirement, <laughs> even though he was never going to retire from the Masters. Man, you think about Jim Nance, the guy who does, you know, you got the Final Four, uh, the championship game, then you hop on a plane and you're at Augusta. Yeah. At the, That's so awesome. Uh, that you talk about, oh, man. Nick, when you're doing that, don't forget about us, man. <laughs> no. Um, don't forget about us, bro. That, that is sweet. That is, awesome. it That's is, to think yeah. about, I mean, think about that. There was, there was something where, um, oh gosh, why am I, Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Buck yep. was during the World Series had, he was bouncing back and forth from like three places within the span of a week, his, his travel schedule, but he was like going to the same place. He was yeah. going someplace, then back, then the same, another place again, back, then to back to the original place yeah. yep. uh, it, within the span of like 10 days. Because he had so many events to call, Kirk Herbstreit's kind of like with football too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirk Herbstreit's. So, so here's the deal: is I'm not a huge Kirk fan, but he makes these videos that it's basically like a travel vlog. So mm-hmm. you get to see how quick things move. Yeah, and it's literally like he was he would fly out Wednesday morning for the Thursday night game, yeah. get to the place, prep for the Thursday night game. Then he would get on a plane immediately after the like we're talking like three minutes after the broadcast ends. Those guys are already en route to the airport. Yep. And I'll never forget that when I when I was doing Husker games with, yeah. with Fox, it was like we would drive them to the airport. The final thing would sound. They would close out within thirty seconds, and we yep. would rush. We would rush down to their car, have it ready for them, and they would get in the car, go to the airport, and they'd be there in within five minutes yeah. of, of the game ending, yep. and and nobody knew. It, it was insane. Like mm-hmm. you, you had you had police escorts, you had guys or security guard like walking them to their car mm-hmm. at Memorial Stadium, escorting them out. And, and, as and you, as you have fans like trying to stop yeah. them to talk to them, talk because mm-hmm. especially Kevin Kugler yep. when Kevin Kugler's yep. in town. Yep. Um, it, it was it was fans trying to guys people's trying to stop Coogs, and and he couldn't. <laughs> he had to keep walking because they have a plane. Got to go. Yeah. And it, it, it is just wild. Well, that's like game day with Herb Street. Yeah. Where they, that's what I'm saying. That he leaves. They start the morning and he's in. Texas for game day, and yes. then later that night he's in Michigan calling the game. I love that. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. Why does why does Joe Buck take so much heat? I wonder. There's some people that love him, some people that can't stand him. From from a from a, and I'm not a baseball guy. Yeah, either, I'm, so not, I don't I'm not sure why. I, I've never understood why people 
hate Joe Buck the way they do because if you if you look at it from like a fundamental broadcast standpoint, he is exceptional. He gives he, he a lot is, of heat. He is exceptional, and yeah. he's he's called some of the biggest moments, especially in baseball. Um, and, and he and with NFL, he and Aikman have a really good chemistry as well, which is why ESPN wanted to move both of them and keep them together. Yeah. And he's the Hall of Famer. Which you see, you see a move like that working out successful this is now ESPN hasn't done a lot of good things in the last couple of years when they talk about how they handle they let they they allowed Tom Rinaldi to walk they allowed um Maria Taylor to go to NBC mm-hmm. like they have allowed a lot of their their best people to leave but internally there's a lot of yes stuff management yes too. and it's, it's not very shy-shy. good however um what's interesting is one of the smartest moves ESPN made was keeping those two together because yep. then you see where NBC goes and it's my it's Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth which is fine but it's mm-hmm. no it's no Al Michaels and, and Chris and then at Amazon you have this weird dynamic of of Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet where it's just like I'm not really sure they haven't really carved out a path for themselves mm-hmm. yet yeah. so. well Lever says I, I I escorted out one time I escorted Kurt out one time and laughed I am five seven and Herbstreet is huge yeah <laughs> oh Herbie yeah. played quarterback too so he's, he's not yeah. he's not a short statured man by any stretch of the imagination I, I'll never forget I mean, it was funny those uh when college game day came in 2019 oh, for, for the Ohio State Nebraska game putting the game beside and even the the fact that we all camped because I was I was a let's see I would have been a freshman in college that mm-hmm. year that they came and putting away all the the camping out the entire night and things like that <laughs> we we walked up cuz when the bus showed up i was walking around the stadium on my way to class and you have Kirk Herbstreet you have Chris Fowler or not Chris uh, Reese Davis and you have Tom Rinaldi all doing interviews just in three little pockets mm-hmm. just on the sidewalk and you look to the right and it's uh it's Tom Rina- or it's uh, Gene Wojanowski and mm. Maria Taylor at the time Marty Smith was in town Desmond you just have all Desmond, yeah yep. Desmond was, was there, there, there? Yeah, later, later he was there. But I'm sitting there going, man, this is pretty sweet. Like they're just chilling here, and you can just go up to them and you can just talk to them. And I'll never forget uh, somebody asked Kirk a question that was like, "What do you think Scott Frost is going to get it done?" He's like, "I think Scott's the perfect fit for this thing." And now looking back here, obviously revisionist history, but I remember driving and Nebraska got obliterated the next day. Yeah, (laughs) my boys, two things. My boys were there early. Because UNL, they were allowing beverages on campus. In fact, yeah. they were encouraging it. <laughs> because I guess particular uh, uh, game day said, hey, man, make it a party atmosphere. So they were out there early, early, early. Yeah. Second thing I remember, I'm in St. Louis. And Rico, it was Rico. It was you and Rico on the show talking about one famous uh, sports reporter mentioning that Nebraska could win maybe two or three championships under Frost. What was that guy's name? Oh, it was name? Tim Brando. Tim Brando, yes. Can I'll never forget. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm, I had just got gas in a rental car. He just signed a new contract. In St. Louis, and I heard you guys uh, trying to find that because I think you guys were trying to tweet him or yeah. something like that, too. Yeah, no, Tim Tim Brando, at, at the start of the – in 2018, at, in the Akron game, the one that ended up getting canceled, yeah. he called Scott Frost the next Nick Saban. Uh-huh. And he was like, I, I think Nebraska – he's like, I firmly believe Nick, Scott Frost is going to take Nebraska back to a championship-level yeah. football program. But I think a lot of people thought that. Oh, 100%. Oh, nobody I, nobody I, was just as vocal as Tim Brando was on, yeah. a, on a national level. I was like, level. whoa, whoa, whoa. On a national level. But I thought at the time it was the perfect fit. But it shows you sometimes it doesn't work out. One reason yeah. or sometimes it doesn't work out. But Yeah. yeah. I, the, the best part I remember about college game day is the camping out. It was the worst thing ever. Was it cold the night before? It wasn't cold. We were playing football in the Memorial Stadium parking lot, which was a blast. Yeah. And we, at one point, we all thought that they pulled up the football buses. They pulled up the, they rolled up the two football buses at the same time. And we were like, 
holy crap. And this was like at 1 a.m. And we were like, holy crap. The team and coaches are here. They're coming to hang out. <laughs> but nobody got out of the bus. And then we thought it was Dwayne Wade for a moment because we were like, oh, Dwayne Wade's the guest picker. Maybe yeah. maybe D. Wade's coming to hang out. <laughs> D. Wade going to play pickup football? Yeah, I know, I know this. This. The so. thing I noticed the most about that Ohio State game, um, besides out, the outcome, how much bigger they were. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that was. it was just like – I mean, it, it was glaring. How much bigger they? I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah, this is this is uh, this is not going to bode well. Yeah, no, th- that was that, that game day was rough also because people people were chucking Monster Energy drinks, full Monster Energy what? drinks in the crowd. Like yeah. they were chucking Hostess donuts. Yeah, you were ch- like you were having to put your shield up or your, your the sign. Inten- the intensity was there that no, day. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I kid you not. So uh, there were people chucking full uh, gl- uh, gallons of milk. It, it was they were bursting on the ground. It was it was in, it yeah. was intense. Because I remember uh, that day, was, it was, was like a, so the fans it, showed out that yeah, day. It was it was like well, it's like all the students. It was probably like five thirty, and somebody we were all like in line. We had my my group had been there since ten fifteen the early the morning mm. before, and we were all hanging out. And I at like five a.m. We were all of a sudden we hear the gates are open. <laughs> and so everybody just rushes to the gates to find out that they weren't open. Ah. Somebody somebody was joking mm, and mm. fooled everybody. So now we're just in this giant clump. Can't get in until 645, and it's 510 a.m. Oh, and man. so we're in this giant clump. So people are starting to chuck stuff, and yep. now it's like split into two. And so you have one side that's chucking one thing. Then it's like, all right, they're coming back. They're going to retaliate. So you put your shield up. I remember a full monster got split on my – or got uh, bursted on my stein. It burst that's on my crazy. sign. It hit my it hit my cardboard sign, and that's it burst. Wild. Dude, it was a good thing you had the sign. Like, I, that's all. Every, stitches, buddy. There was, there was somebody yelling "Shields up!" And so shields every time, up. every time you heard "Shields up" on your side, shields you put up. it up until you waited to hear it. It's like the movie Three Hundred. Yeah, I remember. It was intense that day. I remember game day back. I think it was '95, I believe, and Corso was here, and they had the um, electronic bowl down in the North Bottoms. And after the game got over with, they got him to go down no to way. the neighborhoods in the North Bottoms. Who's that? Lee Corso. Oh, back in the day? And he rode the electronic bull down in the North Bottoms. <laughs> Jeez. That's awesome. No, I mean, it, it was one of those things then. I, I stayed for, I think, the first hour of game day, and mm. then I was dead. I was dead. Because you can't also can't see anything. Yeah. It was, I, like, I was in, the, they call it the pit, right? The pit. Which, is, which is, like, the big area that they always show on TV. And I was probably, like, th- in the third row or something in the mm-hmm. pit. But the problem is, people don't understand that there's the TV above that we see is what is on TV. Right. So when there's a story going on, you guys, you don't, it. you don't have to hold up your sign. <laughs> but people are nonstop holding oh, up their signs, up. <laughs> so you cannot see anything. And I'm like, I, I'm all about that when, when the camera's showing us. Yeah. But when there's a story, there's a three minute story going on yeah. from Tom Rinaldi, and nobody is talking anywhere. Yep. You're holding up your sign. Yeah. And you can't see anything. So I went home and I took, I fell asleep. Nice. You know they've, um, they've, they've done a heck of a job the the whole time they've, since game day came about. You know the only sad thing about game day, uh, is just seeing Lee Corso. He's just not Lee Corso anymore after he had that stroke. Um, the, you know the short segments, but you know it's called Father Time, man. You can't do it forever. You know there's that old unless picture. you're Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> there's that old old picture I got. It's uh, me and Tyrone Williams from Nebraska quarterback. We're holding the microphone. Oh yeah, for Lee Corso, the Orange Bowl, the ESPN microphone. There, man, that was really cool. And just think, shoot, we were all young, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was thirty plus years ago. 
Game day's done a heck of a job branding over the years, that's for sure, man. So that's for big, sure. big Noon is is catching up, though. Fox Big Noon yeah. kickoff big is catching up. Yeah, I would agree. They, they, they are definitely making up ground. They are definitely making up It'll ground. It'll be interesting to see if, if Pat McAfee comes back to game day this fall, too. They, they have to. They have to. He's got a huge following, man. He's, he's got such a, he he such a, a large he platform. He showed up at WrestleMania. Did he? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> man. That's well, awesome. folks, we are going to talk. It is Masters Week, as Rav mentioned. He woke up this morning, feeling like it was Christmas Eve. Uh, the, the Christmas three, morning. Christmas morning. It's time, part um, three. Uh, the Masters is this weekend. Starts tomorrow. Officially starts tomorrow, but also the part three uh, uh, champion uh, comp- uh, competition will be today. We'll talk Masters. We'll talk Husker football. Also, we'll talk. Um, have the PGA players and the players have they buried the hatch? Because I heard that. You still feel it there. You still feel it. But I think the media does more of a bigger deal than the players actually do. It's like, stay out of my wallet. All right. We will send it to break. This is The Drive, 93.7. That take it.